Welcome to the EQFit Podcast. Our mission is to equip people to prosper in every aspect of their life. Whether you're at home or in the workplace, we explore practical ways of improving success, satisfaction, finding balance, and building enjoyable and beneficial relationships. Thank you for joining us. My grandparents had a cabin what we called the summer cabin, up in Medicine Bow National Forest in southern Wyoming. There's nothing fancy about this cabin. It was built by hand, and it is a true log cabin. It still stands there today, although my grandparents and even my parents are long gone. It never had indoor plumbing. There was an outhouse. We didn't even have electricity until sometime in the early 1970s. To get water, there was a pump outside the front porch. You'd walk down the steps from the front porch, and you'd go to this place where there were some flagstones, just some local flagstones that came out of the mountains that had been placed there where a well had been dug and some wooden boards placed over the body of the well to protect anybody from falling in. It was very safe, but that was our source of water. And we had to actually prime the pump to get the water to start flowing. Now, most of you may not know what all that's about, and I realize I'm seriously dating myself with with this story, but... It was um, a wonderful time in my life as a child and, and growing up in my teenage years to be able to visit there. I spent many summers there with my mom. Sometimes my dad could, could be there when he wasn't working. My grandparents were there. Uh, they had spent many, many years there. It was really, truly an ideal experience for a boy well, except for my brothers, that is, right? That's a different story, and I'm just kind of kidding about that. But then there was that summer when the well ran dry. I could tell my grandfather was deeply upset by this. For many days, we had to go a few miles away and get water out of this pristine little creek that literally flowed out of the side of a mountain. And I can remember driving in my grandfather's station wagon with several big jugs to go get water out of this this creek. And I know he was upset that the well had finally gone dry and he was trying to figure out what to do. Here's the problem. No water in the well meant real trouble for all of us. Without water, we didn't have anything to drink. We couldn't cook. We couldn't wash. There were so many things that even we don't think about in our world today without that water. Well, fortunately, there's a happy ending to the story. The well had not run dry. We just could not access the water due to a faulty part in the pump itself. Once my grandfather fixed that, the water flowed freely again. Those are wonderful memories, memories that I'll never forget. 
we saw just about every kind of wildlife you can imagine that inhabits that part of the country. We learned how to track animals. We learned how to fish. We built imaginary forts. It was a wonderful time. Well, what does that have to do with anything? Why do I share this part of my story with you? Because it's a great way to look at something in our lives today. All of us have an internal well, like a water well, but it's a well of motivation, which equals energy, energy to do things. And just like a water well, it's critical for our own motivation well to replenish itself. It has to get refilled on a regular basis or it will run dry. We need to be able to go to our well and draw motivation and energy out of it every day. When our well of motivation is full, we can draw as much as we need. But if it is empty, what do you do? Unfortunately, in our world today, many people go through every day with less motivation and energy than they want or need. Their well is running dry. It's not replenishing itself. There are leaks in their motivation well. We've all been there at some point. It's not a fun place to be. When I say an internal well of motivation, what am I talking about? Well, some call it intrinsic motivation or internal motivation. This type of motivation is very different than external or extrinsic motivation. External or extrinsic motivation are things like money, fame, appreciation, recognition, status, promotions, likes on Facebook or LinkedIn. I mean, it's that kind of external motivator. Well, the problem with external motivators is they're short-lived and they're very unreliable. You can't count on those happening enough or happening exactly when you need it to boost your motivation. Think back to the last time you got a raise or a bonus. How long did that feeling of enhanced motivation last you? Well, I can tell you what research says. Ten days. Ten days is as long as that external motivator of a raise or a nice bonus lasts. After that, it just becomes an expectation or something in the past. Wow. Not really a way to fill up your motivation well for long term, is it? Internal or intrinsic motivation is absolutely critical to our long-term ability to perform and to be successful. But where does it come from? What is the source of intrinsic motivation? Well, there's a specific pathway that can help us understand how our internal motivation works. Now, here's one way to think of this. 
We all have things that we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world. So things we know to be true about ourselves and our place in the world, or better yet, that we believe to be true about ourselves and our place in the world. From those beliefs, we create a set of rules that we live by. And if you stop and think about it a minute, this makes a lot of sense. The things that we believe about ourselves and our place in the world then lead to us creating certain rules to live by that create that safe space for us to live our lives. Now, I'm not saying it's always going to be a safe space. We all go through challenges, but those rules are there. The way we make decisions, the way we address certain things, how we deal with people, whether we are more risk-tolerant or risk-avoidant, whether we are more competitive or we, we avoid confrontation, and that's the difference in different personality types. Some people look at it as being very competitive and, and a debate. Others look at it as confrontation and conflict. So our beliefs lead to the rules that we live by. Now, from those two things, we create our self-talk. Self-talk has a massive impact on our motivation. And I've done a podcast on this before. I've done blog articles on this before. Feel free to look those up. YouTube at EQFit or EQFit.org. Here's the key to all of this. Just stop for a minute and think about the last few days What has your self-talk looked like? Has it been something like, oh my gosh, I wish I hadn't done that. That was so stupid. I wish I could go back and do that again. Why did I make that mistake? Now I'm going to look like an idiot. Or has your self-talk been, you know what? I've been through a lot of challenges, but I think I can do this. It isn't about whether I get it right the first time or not. It's the trying that's important here. If I don't make it the first time, I'll try it again and again until I get it right. I know I can do this. I've done it before. Maybe it's new, but that's okay. Every new thing that comes along is an opportunity to grow. Can you see the difference between the way those two different environments of self-talk are going to impact you and your motivation. Obviously, the first one is going to be more negative. It's going to drain energy and motivation from you because you're going to cycle in in a negative cycle of emotions, fear, judgment, um, just that frustration that comes from just staying in that place you feel stuck and and things aren't right, but it it's not comfortable. But the other cycle of emotions, more like courage, curiosity, excitement, those are things that are much more positive and actually add to that well of motivation that we're talking about. 
that intrinsic motivation. Self-talk is profoundly powerful in your life. Now, I am not saying this is not a name it and claim it approach. This is not a, a fake it till you make it approach. This is not any of that false positivity stuff. This is being self-aware enough to know how your self-talk is impacting you, which means how you're also showing up for other people. Self-awareness isn't just about you being aware of yourself. It's you being aware of how you're showing up for other people. And that's a huge step in the right direction to being a good leader of yourself first and then of other people. So our beliefs, our values, our purpose in life are key elements in building our intrinsic or internal motivation. It makes sense if we really think about this. The things that are most important to us internally are the things which impact the generation of internal motivation. They're directly tied together if we allow them to be. And that becomes the source of available energy that we can draw from. And the amount of that is going to be very much determined by our self-talk, the way we believe about ourselves, and the rules that we create. Guess what? Who makes up the rules you live by? You do. If you want to change some of those things, even if you want to change some of your beliefs, about who you are and your place in the world, you can do that too. So if you want more internal motivation that is much more reliable than external motivators, something that you generate inside of yourself, then that's how you do it. You understand the process and then you start to put that into practice for yourself. The stronger these things are, the more that we can rely on these. The more we reduce the impact of external circumstances and external motivators or demotivators for that matter, the more we can grow our internal resources. What do I mean by that? Well, I've got a saying that I use a lot and I kind of adapted it from a good friend of mine and Now I use this quite often. The internal resources that we have to deal with the next challenge or the next opportunity are going to be the resources that we have developed up to the point we face that next challenge or opportunity. That's kind of a long way around saying that. The short version is the internal resources you have built will be the resources available to you to face the next challenge or the next opportunity. Internal motivation, that well of motivation that is inside of you, generated by those internal beliefs and values and purpose that you have, that is a critical internal resource. It's energy that you can count on. If you built it up, it'll be there when you need it. Here's the exciting part. We can measure intrinsic motivation. 
there are several assessments that I have access to that I'm certified in that do an excellent job of measuring this critical success factor of intrinsic motivation. How good is your internal battery and how fast does it recharge? One of these is the SEI SEI assessment from six seconds. This is an EQ neuroscience-based assessment that directly measures intrinsic motivation. And I'm looking at a, a chart right now, uh, actually a report of somebody's SAY assessment. And what does SAY stand for? Six Seconds Emotional Intelligence Assessment. But don't get hung up on the emotion word. This is neuroscience. This is the science of the way our brain works. And intrinsic motivation is a critical competency in our internal resources, in the way that we lead ourselves and lead others well. In difficult times, in times of pressure and stress, if we don't have a strong measure of intrinsic motivation, it is going to be incredibly difficult to lead yourself and lead others to successful outcomes. It's just hard to have enough energy to do that. So as I'm looking at this graphic and this measure of all the different competencies that are measured here and looking at the, the intrinsic motivation measure, it's very easy to see where that is for this individual. Wouldn't you like to know what that is for you? Where are you right now today in your intrinsic motivation? And all of these other competencies that go with it, optimism, Navigating emotions, applying consequential thinking, recognizing patterns, how do you deal with empathy around others and even yourself? What is your noble goal in life? All of these are, are measures that help us understand where we are right now. And the beauty of these measures, they're easy to learn and grow. These competencies, these skills we can learn these, we can grow in these very quickly. Even by talking about them, you are becoming more self-aware that these exist. And so your brain is starting to work on that. Okay, wait a minute. If that's true about intrinsic motivation and it's generated out of my beliefs and out of the rules that I create to live by and my self-talk has a huge impact on that, how can I change that to be better? You're brain in the background is already working on that equation, which is the beauty of our brains. Now, this assessment is just one example of an assessment that measures motivation in different ways. There are others that provide deeper insight and different ways to measure someone's motivation or motivators. Um, I always recommend, if you're interested in this, reach out to somebody like me who's a certified assessment professional in more than just one assessment. And I say that, yes, I have a bias. And I want to be fair about that. I know all kinds of people out there who are certified in an assessment. I can tell you right now, no one assessment is the magic bullet. But that's a different issue for a different time. 
reach out to somebody that's certified in multiple types of assessments and ask them about what's available to measure these critical success factors. And then what do you do with those? It isn't just measuring them. It's how do you learn and grow in those things? If you want to have your best life and do your best work, this has to be a part of it. So it's important to measure what truly matters. And that's what I'm talking about. How much internal motivation do you have right now? I know some days are better than others, right? And there's no question about that. What I'm really asking is, do you have an actual way to measure your current level of intrinsic motivation? How good is your battery? How big is your battery? What's the capacity on your battery? How fast does it recharge? That's what I'm talking about. And I'm talking about an internal battery of motivation and energy that you're refilling. You've got a process and a way to recharge your battery inside yourself because just like the electrical system in our house that's been having all kinds of problems today, if I go to plug something in and the external electricity is not working, good luck, right? There is no power. There is no energy. And that's happened several times today. But if I have a battery-operated unit, if I myself have enough intrinsic motivation and enough of an internal battery, I can keep going, even if external sources of energy are not available to me. This is how important this is. Can you truly rely on the outside world to give you everything you need every day? I don't know a single person that can say yes to that. Without the ability to measure where you are today and think about where you want to be in the future, you can't really enhance the amount of motivation in that internal well of motivation that you have. Good data leads to good insights, which leads to the right path forward. You don't have to try and figure out all of this on your own. There are some really smart people who have developed these wonderful tools that you can use to better understand this thing called motivation. Are you motivated to learn more about that? I certainly hope so. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you have any questions about this week's episode or maybe a suggestion for future episodes you'd like us to explore, please contact us through our website at eqfit.org. For more information and inspiration, connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at eqfit.org.